Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Across the country, medical professionals and Washington policymakers are pushing to decarbonize the American healthcare system. That push could be huge for U.S. climate change efforts, since the healthcare sector is responsible for nearly 9% of U.S. emissions of greenhouse gases. Now, not every hospital is on board with the transformation, but health leaders say they're seeing progress, and the Biden administration is also doing its own part to push hospitals to overhaul their practices. So the big question is, can the U.S. healthcare system be a serious part of climate change efforts? For that answer and more about the movement, we chat with Joanne Kennan. She's a Commonwealth Fund journalist in residence at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and a Politico magazine contributing writer. It's Wednesday, June 7th. It is about eight and a half percent of the national total emissions comes from the healthcare sector, which is a lot more than comparable industrialized countries with sophisticated healthcare systems. The U.S. is worse. And the biggest source within the U.S. healthcare sector is hospitals. So there are hospitals beginning to say we can make changes and they're beginning to make changes, but it's not. Even if a hospital is totally on board, they can't just flip a switch, no pun intended, and have everything suddenly be green. There are many barriers. Yeah, let's talk about some of the steps hospitals are taking. So what have you seen so far as far as emissions reduction efforts? And are all hospitals on board or is there some resistance? They're not all on board. And it doesn't mean that they're like actively resistant in the sense of climate denial. But the early adopters are really about 15 percent of hospitals that are really committed to, there's a, a pledge that HHS, the health, the Department of Health and Human Services, created a climate pledge. And it's non-binding, but it's public. They have to commit to certain steps and certain measurements and have a public dashboard and be accountable. So when you hear voluntary pledges in Washington, you sort of roll your eyes. But as I talked to people and visited some hospitals across the country, they take this the carbon reduction goals pretty seriously. Some of it is relatively easy, right? You can switch the kind of light bulbs and you can put in some solar energy and some of them have planted gardens. So there's certain things that are easy. Some things are way more complicated, like MRIs use a ton of electricity, but you can't turn them off. The energy side is actually easier than some of the other things because in healthcare, there's a lot of garbage in healthcare. There's many things, whether they're plastic or metal, that are used once and thrown out. And even if they're unwrapped and never actually used, they get thrown out. But a hospital that says, I want a supply chain where I can get things that are not single use, where I can get instruments that I can sterilize or I can send out to be reprocessed and sterilized, and I can use them over and over again, that supply chain doesn't exist. It's a throw out supply chain. Interesting. And so how has the Biden administration played a role in greening the healthcare system and how much of an emphasis has it been for them? It's a significant emphasis. Federal hospitals like the VA, Indian Health Services, they have to meet the same carbon reduction goals as other federal programs. So they're mandated if they're run by the federal government. The HHS, the Health Department of Health and Human Services, has created an office of climate to do the climate work. And they're the office that put out this pledge. There's a, a related office that's working on environmental justice because communities that are hardest hit by pollution are often minority communities. 
and poorer communities. So there are several efforts with this pledge being a central tool that they're having. In addition, in the Inflation Reduction Act, there are incentives. So that's a really a big climate bill, as your listeners know. And there are incentives for hospitals trying to make these changes. One reason they want this pledge, this public sort of a vanguard of carbon reducing hospitals, is to create demand for a different kind of supply chain. Some of these changes require money up front. There may be a return on investment further down. In fact, the the thinking is that there is, in addition to sort of the moral imperative, because pollution and climate change is bad for people's health. And if you're a hospital, you should be working on mitigating that, not adding to it. So this climate pledge is sort of to try to create this community that can demand change from the supply chain. Got it. And all these actions add up to a lot of activity, but you're reporting they may not be enough to decarbonize the healthcare sector as quickly and deeply as needed. So what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, we all see what's happening to climate. And if healthcare is eight and a half percent of emissions, and maybe it's 15 percent of hospitals that are really super on board, you know, the sort of early adopters, that means 85 percent or not. It doesn't mean that that 85 percent is doing zero. Most hospitals are doing some things, but you need a lot more than 15 or 20 percent, and you need those hospitals to max out what they're doing, right? I mean, in order to really bring down that amount of carbon emissions or greenhouse gas emissions, you need more than 15 or 20 percent. You really need it to become the way hospitals do business. And I mean, everybody I talked to said there's an increasing openness that People understand that change has to come. They just don't necessarily know how to get there. So many hospitals are actually having environmental or sustainability officers that are guiding people in how they change practices. And some hospitals now have these medical sustainability offers as well because they can talk to doctors and nurses about infection control and things that, yes, this is safe. Here's how we know it's safe. Here's what you can do to keep your patients safe, that if you reuse things, you're not going to be spreading infection. I mean, people were trained to practice in a certain way, to use materials in a certain way. And the change resistance is what I was told is breaking down. The wave of early adopters is growing, but they're not at the turning point of making hospitals carbon free or carbon neutral yet. Also, on Tuesday, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin advocated for further action on federal permitting reform across energy sources this year ahead of the 2024 elections, and he pushed back against opposition to the Mountain Valley Pipeline. Manchin made his stances clear at a permitting event in Washington, which was disrupted by protesters opposing the pipeline. Both Manchin and the Biden administration have faced backlash over their support of the project, which received approval in the debt ceiling package that was signed into law over the weekend. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is striving to lead the way in the energy transition. They're working to deploy carbon capture and producing renewable fuels, developing multiple solutions today while forging new paths to the future. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash energy in progress.